Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the FM Times podcast. And and today I have a, a very interesting guest with me. Interesting. The reason I, I say is is because they're working on a concept that's been spoken about so much. But I I feel that within the FM community we just do not seem to get enough of it. And which is which is digital twins. So. Without much ado, let me welcome my guest Balash, who works with Orthograph. He handles business development for them, and uh, he's been there with Orthograph for almost two, two and a half years. And Orthograph is doing some great work around digital twins. And I'll I let Balash obviously introduce himself and the work that Orthograph is doing as we as we move ahead. So, Balash, would you like to say hello to the listeners and and obviously give your uh, a, a background about yourself and. And what Autograph is doing. Yeah, hello everyone. Thanks so much for inviting. This is a great opportunity to join the podcast series. Yeah, I'm with Autograph uh, since two and a half years, and I come from another industry, by the way. Okay. Uh, from manufacturing, and within that, more specifically, semiconductors. So I've spent almost 20 years in this industry in various uh, supply chain roles. It's a very high-tech environment. So okay. complicated products, very complicated production lines, lots of software solutions and things like that. And uh, when I first started to talk to to Adam Corbu, the, the, the founder and CTO of Orthograph, mm-hmm. and presented me the, the concept of operational BIM, realized that the real estate industry is uh, really lagging behind mm-hmm. uh, in digitalization. So I just thought that there is a lot to do here. Okay. This this was one of the motivations why why I decided to to transfer to real estate and, and prop tech and FM tech. How how has it been so far? You've been around for a little over two two and a half years. How has it been so far? Well, <laughs> it was some special period, I can tell you. With a lot of challenges, we needed to, to build up our marketing materials. Mm. We reached out to, to several key players on the market. Mm. Uh, we are in full uh, global scale-up mode. Awesome. And, and of course, there was COVID. There right. is still hard part is over. It had definitely an impact on our business as well. No, awesome. So before I get into into the questions, Balash, I would really like to to for the benefit of the listeners, if you could give a, a short pitch on what Orthograph is doing. When you say operational BIM, what does it mean? And and one interesting thing I saw on your website as well that you you speak a lot about facility management companies. So so talk us through there. What specifically are you doing with the FM companies? Yeah. So we are providing state of the art digital twin backbone solution. Mm-hmm. I've realized. This digital twin topic is so sensitive for many companies and people that I, I'm very careful with, right. with this term. So these days I say that uh, Orthograph and Orthograph's operational beam is is a, a very powerful foundation for, for hmm. digital environment. So we are in we are in in the prop tech and FM tech field as a technology provider company. Right. Right. And. Uh, the whole idea comes from a, a CFM background because Adam and his were working on a CFM solution mm-hmm. 20 years and they realized during the implementation phase of mm. those CFM solutions that even if you give a nice software to, to building owners and operators mm. to record all their work procedures, mm-hmm. they are still lacking real life building data. 
So how the buildings really look like? What are there in the building inventory? Mm. So the, the, the original idea, uh, right. create orthograph to, to, to move ahead and to give tool to building owners and operators mm. to really see what there is in the building. Okay. And so when I, when I saw your website, I saw a lot of references as I said to facilities management companies. So is there a particular business model? Do you only work with FM companies or you end up selling to, to almost all the stakeholders, which is, which could be the asset owners or developers. How, how does it? You were right. We are focusing on FM companies, FM service providers, and any kind of building operators, because we think mm-hmm. that they are the ones who spend the most of the time in the buildings. Right. They are the right. ones co- who collect the information and their people go there every day. While right. other stakeholders are working from, from their offices, and we think that to maintain any kind of building documentation, you need to go there physically in the buildings. So Makes we sense. want this tool, those experts who can maintain the physical building and the, the digital twin at the same time. Makes sense. Thanks. That, that really helps and, and sort of provides us an impetus to get into the, into the episode as, as, as we would probably, you know, have planned. So you, you said that digital twin gets a bit tricky, you know, and, and a lot has been spoken about digital twin and, and there are different definitions, which in, in a way has been really the problem. I mean, and, and which is not a problem, but it really depends on what you want to achieve out of it. So, so t- walk me through what, what do you think are the biggest, how, how should an FM company, facility management company, look at the, the the entire terminology or ecosystem, if I would say digital twin, and what are some of the sort of use cases that would best relate to facility management company? Okay, the first thing that I want to point out that for me, a well-working digital twin hmm. should be easy to create and it should be easy to update. Without this, it's going to be very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. And you know, like if we use this analogy of, of twin, mm. uh, which, which, which is a nice idea, by the way. Mm. So if we accept this, you want to have a twin brother or a twin, twin sister mm. who lives with you. Mm. So you don't want to have a, a dead twin or a, a twin in a coma. Mm. So as long as the, the building is evolving mm. uh, throughout its lifetime, the twin needs to evolve uh, the same way. Right. And this a bit a very uh, critical point that we want to build in, in our solution, mm. the, the updating of the models. The other option is to using the BIM of mm. uh, construction and design. But mm. there comes the difficult question, who is mm. going to uh, the BIM at what cost? The architects, land surveyors, building surveyors, external people, or in the orthograph operational BIM concept, it can be anyone. We think mm. that the companies can do the job. And, and, and what sort of use case can FM companies really look at solving if they have the operational BIM or stroke the twin that you're talking about? So How does it benefit you... them? Yeah, yeah. so I, I often refer to the to the image of a Christmas tree. So mm. for me, photograph is something like a, a Christmas tree without decoration. Mm. It gives you the possibility mm. to digitize your building, mm. uh, to have a model, which mm. is always Date, mm-hmm. And then you can create it with whatever other software solutions that you want to add. But the, the backbone, the foundation, the, the tree will always be there. 
and it will always be up to date. It, it will never become obsolete if you maintain the twin data as the same way as you maintain the, the building itself. So then you decide what you put on your Christmas tree. Mm. Uh, IWMS integration, of course, is comes in the first round and mm. we already have two integrations mm. and we are ready to integrate with anyone else. Mm. A major company that is going to announce the integration soon. Mm. Uh, uh, and uh, you can connect to BMS, access management, whatever mm. uh, solutions you want to end. And we can feed data in both ways. So I think for fa facility management companies, mm. uh, the benefit comes when they when they have this model that is capable to to show them what is happening in the building and they can reorganize their workflows mm. their daily flows based on such digital twin solution awesome so when you're saying that there's an interaction possible between orthograph and let's say iwms and then you're looking at let's say if the integration is possible with bms and stuff so what you're really saying is is your software provides the visual representation of the space as it's correct if i'm not mistaken and and, and as soon as you start to feed in the operational data you get the the twin that you desire or the christmas, christmas tree that you desire is is my understanding correct yeah, so we bring the, the IWMS data available on-site on a mobile mm. device. Mm. And same way, the facility, the maintainer person who is on-site can be the eye of the back-office back office person. We bring the, the previous IWMS solutions available on-site through this integration as data can be fed both ways. Makes sense. Graphical inventory is very important in our business model. So mm. we're not modeling floor plans, walls, doors and windows, hmm. but in orthograph you can record any kind of item that you can find in a building, assets. Got it. And and, and that brings me one of the things that, that we've been sort of focusing on a lot and there's a concept called jobs to be done and I've always thought that all the visual representation and data integration do the to the to the blue collar workforce or the people who actually maintain assets and sites do they actually end up using it what's been your experience what's been the feedback on such an application integrated application what's been the feedback from the people on the ground from the engineers who maintain those assets would love to know if you have had uh, any conversations on how the 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 people on the ground have responded to some of the installations where you've been part of yeah, so the first effect that we often come across with mm. is that they just go, wow. And the big relief that they finally know what they have. They finally can see real life data, not mm. some of the documents that come from, from the past. Mm. And, uh, and they can work with these data because we have, we provide like uh, calculated reports. So it's not just the representation, you can pull out reports, cleaning area, renting area, and things like that. So the owners simply have a clear view of their properties, which is already a nice achievement. And then they can, they can simply reinvent themselves and reorganize themselves mm -hmm. uh, and working in a full digital way. So you can imagine that this is a, this is a big progress for the companies. They, they they just love it. This is what we see. That those who have the the courage and the investment and the energy to move on. And so when you say reports and data, I mean you would probably be already getting it from one source or the uh, or the other. 
So how how does then orthograph operational BIM with that integration makes it a bit different? Bit different. We've been talking about concept like single pane of there are multiple softwares which are in the market which essentially say that. So how do you really position yourself? I mean, do you become the default interface for the engineers and everything else happens at the background? Or I mean, do they still need to in interact with a CAFIM system? Do they still need to interact with an IWMS? Or orthograph kind of becomes the default interface for them. So for me, orthograph is, is the foundation, the backbone. As mm. I mentioned, mm. it is the graphical representation of of the, the smart data. But the smart data come from other systems, like IWMS, mm. whatever meeting room management, whatever you want to to connect, quality systems, things like that. And then you can highlight this data. Like I give you some examples. You have mm. um, an outside air conditioning unit mm. uh, that breaks down. Right. And, uh, and then there is, it is parameter that is coded in, in, in your system that this outside air conditioning unit is linked to, I don't know, 10 inside units. Uh, so it's, there's an impact in 10 rooms. So orthograph, for example, if the data is integrated with orthograph, the orthograph will immediately show you those 10 rooms that are impacted by this breakdown. Mm, 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 or, mm. Let's say in a shopping mall, you can have visitor heat maps based on a counting device that uh, counts the, the customers coming in in a shop. And then you can colorize various stores in mm. shopping mm. that more less or more visitors a day. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm really curious, I mean, without taking names, I mean, if, if it's if, if a want of confidentiality, I would really love to know what's been the best work Orthograph has done with, with a few facility management companies, if you could describe that. And also, obviously, the inspiration that other facility management companies could take from it. I would mention two examples. Uh, mm -hmm. One, uh, a manufacturing site. Okay. Uh, where, you know, it's quite critical for the maintenance team to, when it comes to a breakdown situation, they need to localize the, the, the machine that has some problem and they need okay. to enter, they have to go to the site, to the maintenance point very quickly to save time and cost. Mm -hmm. So we have a customer in Hungary who uses this, uses an orthographs model for this purpose and they are very happy with it because they, they can save a lot of time mm. and they can uh, interact very quickly. The other example that I would like to come up with is is a hospital. Again, it's in Hungary, mm. uh, where they wanted to renovate their their building. Okay. And, uh, they asked us to 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 come along and, and do the survey, mm. and uh, they it was a conditional survey. They dedicated one person to the surveying uh, team, mm. who. Uh, wherever they went in the building, this right. person said, okay, this unit needs to be re replaced. This one we can keep. Mm. And the whole refurbishment project started mm. with uh, a conditional survey with uh, precise uh, documentation, what can stay, what needs to go. And mm. this way, they, they said, this was their feedback, just simply documenting everything properly they already saved that much money on this survey by keeping a lot of stuff that can be kept mm. that 
the equivalent of the cost of the survey. That's interesting. And, and one last uh, question I have for you, Vilas, is how do you guys look at collaboration? Because I think Digital Twin, I mean, whatever name you might want to use, but it's still an ecosystem, right? There's no one company that can do it all. There's no one player that can do it all. You already mentioned about some of the integrations that you're working on. What, what do you, if, if you were to draw up a holistic vision of what the future would look like from collaboration perspective, what would it really be? First of all, I think the, the, the main um, stakeholder here is the building owner because they are the ones who are going to, hmm. to pay this whole service. They will be the owners of hmm. the digital thing as well, not just the, the building, but the, the right. thing as well. Right. We definitely need to, to talk to these people and, and understand their needs. Mm. And most uh, buildings already have some kind of documentations and solutions and softwares and tools mm. that need to be integrated, of course. We have a strong API, so we are ready to integrate with any system. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. No one is excluded. Awesome. And the, the other interesting point is, is this is this is orthographs. One of orthographs key advantages that we can digitize buildings with zero documentation. So the mm -hmm. major the market are the buildings that have nothing yet. Absolutely. And with our solution, they can jump from zero documentation to, to a very nice digital twin backbone in a few weeks. So the door is really open to anyone mm. uh, who wants to start their digital journey. Right. And and then you obviously spoke about all the integrations that's possible. I, I like the way you say digital twin backbone. I mean, there's obviously a lot of terminology and we throw in another one. Uh, but I think it makes sense to clarify. In fact, I liked your Christmas tree example that you have the tree, now you decorate it the way you would want to, which is which is so very wonderful to hear. Any last minute thoughts, recommendation to all the FM leaders who would be tuning in to this particular episode, Bilash, if you have any last minute recommendation for them from the perspective of making move at the intersection of digital transformation and everything that's happening in the industry. I just want to come back to, to one of my basic points uh, that whenever they study some solutions they always need to keep in mind that mm. buildings will always change and they mm. will focus on on the the updating solutions of the softwares that they come across with because if there is no easy updating they will be in trouble awesome so a word of caution that whenever you look at investing in any software look at the aspect that how easily could that adjust with the way the buildings adjust over a period of time and change operationally over a period of time. I hope, I mean, it was a very interesting session for me. Clear couple of takeaways, definitely Bilash. But again, as I say, it's, if I summarize, I, I love the way you say digital twin backbone and the Christmas tree analogy. There's a, so much happening in this space. It, and I'm sure that, that when FM leaders and FM community looks, it listens to this, this podcast episode, they'll find a clue or, or or one or two clues in terms of how they could get started simply. And, and again, the other point that you mentioned that with Autograph specifically, you have this ability of getting started with a facility or a building which may not pretty decent documentation or almost no documentation, which to me is, is, is very interesting and opens up a completely different avenue. Because a lot of times we, we do speak about, about facilities and, and buildings that are doing very well, have, have great documentation and data in, you know, in store. So that is super awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And, uh, and good luck with everything you guys are doing at Orthograph and, and best wishes uh, to you and to your team. Thank you so much, Shumesh. Have a great day.